Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to... Hang on, my headphones are too loud. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, that was the plan. Until Jordan turned up. Just so you know, the gin and Dubonnet can make William and Jordan say a few things that some may find a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and find some eggshell emulsion, slap it on the wall and watch it dry. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day life. Aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas like how do you react when your favourite podcast comes back after a two month break? And is it okay to change your accent when you move down south? I'm not what you're trying to say. I'm, I, I wish am. you would. <laughs> and of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But... We're not your usually agon... Try <laughs> 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 again, love. Shut up. But we're not your usual agony ants. Oh, we William Hansen. Welcome back. Oh, thank you, Jordan. No, we're not. Uh, Jordan North, he's a radio presenter, uh, and I'm an etiquette coach. I'm more the Crown Netflix, whereas Jordan's more the Crown Pub in Burnley. Oh, I like that one. I don't think we have a Crown Pub in Burnley. Anyway, any, anyway, how's your summer been? How have you been, my friend? I've missed you. Well, thank you, Jordan. I uh, My summer's been okay. Um, it's been, been very busy. Yeah. Busy summer. And uh, actually this morning, do you know what I did on Twitter? I took you and producer Ben off mute. <gasps> because you two about Love Island, the World Cup. Oh, so boring. I forgot about all the World Cup was... Did you not even get into it slightly? No, I muted, I muted people that were tweeting about it and the word... Right, so you didn't even like get carried away like everybody else, or no, no. Uh, and to be honest, and I, you know, I'm fairly patriotic in a mm-hmm. quiet, dignified manner. Oh god, uh, I'm very pleased football isn't coming home. What? Well, and whilst we're on that, football's coming home. Can mm-hmm. I just say, don't want to be pedantic, but football would never have, even if we had won the World Cup, it would never have come home. Why? Because presumably, football coming home is saying that we invented football. We did. Well, we didn't. We did. No. So football goes back to the the China the Chinese Han Dynasty. Then the Japanese did a variation thereof it, the Greeks and the Romans. So if you want to change whatever you were singing to football is coming back to the country that perhaps gave the fourth or fifth interpretation of the game, 
I would be fine with that. No, you, you're totally, I, I, you're totally wrong. 1882, we founded the football league. Burnley, West Brom, Blackpool, Preston North End. Um, I think Wolves as well. They were like one of the founders. Of, we 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 invented football. So, so we didn't. Anyway, it was a great summer. Um, I I I really got carried away. I I thought that I actually did think we'd get to the quarters. I did. Right. But the fact that we got to semis finals. Yeah. And I love a good semi. Do you? I did think we were going to get into the final so much so that I um I I, I you didn't made... get a tattoo on your bottom or something. No, but I was I went into work and said, look, I can't come in this day because we're on the final. I wanted to do my show from my local pub, but they won't. That let is me. unprofessional. I was like, I, I was adamant. I was like, look, I can't. So you were going to put a light-hearted knockabout tournament ahead of your career. Light-hearted knockabout tournament. Um, can we can we move? What about the heat wave? The heat wave's been great. Oh. I. I've loved the heat wave. I, I wish it had come back. You don't look very tanned. No, I don't tan very well. No. And I've not been out much. Well, then you didn't really love the heat wave. Yeah, then. I did. I like it being hot. I've been having oh. barbecues. So I, I live on I live on the central line. Mm-hmm. You're bound to give out my full address at some point during this podcast, <laughs> like you did with my last address. Um, so I live on the central line, and uh, that's the hottest tube, 40 degrees. Is the central line yeah. the hottest tube? Mm. Every day I was like doing doing a whole Bikram yoga routine just to get into <laughs> wherever I was working. I've loved the heat I, I, I mean, I wish the four... It's just so good, and I wish we could have summers like it all the time. Are you... Um, familiar with the term Betty Swallocks? No, who is she? <laughs> so Betty Swallocks, <laughs> drag queen. Uh, sounds like a drag queen. It's um, swap the first letter of each word round. Right. Okay, I've got it. Sweaty bollocks. Yes, that's been the only bad thing about the heat wave. Like when you've got to go. Do you not wear underwear. Well, this is the thing. Okay, I don't. Oh, no, I don't want to know. I don't usually do this. No, don't. Okay, no, don't say I've, it. I've never been a fan of it because I always think if you're going to get rescued by the fire brigade, you don't want everyone on your street to see you. But I've started sleeping naked because of the hot weather. Well, that makes no sense whatsoever because then you just sweat onto your bed sheets. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like you get up in the morning with Betty Swallows, you've literally got to rip a sheet off like a plaster, aren't you? <laughs> is it okay to sleep naked? Well, no, clearly not. And no? I'd, do you not wear a little cotton pajama? No. With a bit of piping. Look, cotton, cotton. It sounds like you're wearing a thong to bed. A cotton pajama. Yeah, that's cotton. Well, have you been sex. wearing pajamas? I mean, usually I just sleep in my boxes. Occasionally, I was inclined to perhaps remove the top. Do you not? I never sleep. Only if it's cold, I sleep with t Do you sleep? Like usually, I just sleep with my boxes on. Do, do you not think it's okay to sleep naked? Please say they're clean boxes. Yeah, they, well, they're the boxes I've had on for the day. Oh, oh, come uh, off it! Uh, you don't put clean boxes on to get in bed. That's got like a skinny well, in them or something. Oh. Yeah, and you put your pajama shorts on. Right. Okay. Let's just. Can we, before we get any further, I need something stiff inside me. Would you like a? <laughs> You've had a good summer. <laughs> would you like a gin and a bonnet? I would love a gin and a bonnet because I also need something stiff inside me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've missed you. Can you? Whilst you're pouring the gin and the bonnet, welcome back. By the way, Gene what, Beavers. Hang on. Welcome some people, back. if they're if they're poor, unfortunate souls and are listening for the first time, they won't know what this is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good point. We usually start the episode with a gin and a bonnet. William is pouring a gin and a bonnet now. That sounds like something from a sound effect, but he is actually recording it. So it's basically the bonnet is spelled the bonnet, and it's a French liqueur. 
Well, it's it a was, French fortified wine. It's a French fortified wine. Um, and it was the Queen Mother's favourite drink. God bless her soul. The Queen still drinks it. The it? Queen still drinks it. It's a very posh drink. And um, it's one part gin, two parts to Bonnet. Yes, and you want uh, you can either have if you've got a sweeter tooth, a slice of orange works very nicely. If you've got a more savoury tooth, a slice of lemon. Jordan, what do you want? I'll go for lemon, please. For lemon, I've gone for orange. Um, Sums us up, really, doesn't it? If you've listened to the podcast, I highly recommend that you try a gin and a bonnet because it is so good. Yes. Um, Shall we do a toast to Betty Swellex? No. No, come on. I was thinking Claudia Winkleman. Uh, Can we do it to both? Just for the first episode back. Okay. To Claudia Winkleman and Betty Swellex. Okay. Okay. Claudia Winkman and Betty Swallocks. To Claudia and Betty. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I've not had one of these for eight. I don't think I've had one since we recorded the last series. Have you not? I had one, had one last night. Remem- Preparation for this. Remember as well, if you're listening to Help I Say to My Boss, use the hashtag on Twitter or Instagram. Hashtag G and Divas. Right, going back, is it ever okay to sleep naked? Probably not, no. No? No. Have you ever slept naked? Oh, yes. Have you? Occasionally. You little minx. But, you know, normally when the the brushed cotton piped pyjamas are all in the wash. Have you slept naked after sex? Well, I'm not married. After intercourse? I'm not married. Oh, come off it. So, (laughs) Mm? because that's usually probably actually the only time you sleep naked when you've you've done. And then you just think, I can't be bothered putting anything back on. Right. I'm saying it's right to sleep naked, especially in this weather. But just be careful of old Betty, because she can uh, really, really get the best of you in this weather. And my, my, my theory is that if you sleep naked and there's a fire and you get rescued by a fire brigade, you don't want them to be bringing you out or your neighbours on Front Street and you're there with your chop out. Your hose pipe. <laughs> your chop. Oh, oh, right. Um, what's been the highlight of your summer? Well, unquestionably, afternoon tea week, which happens every year in August. Okay. Normally the second or third week. It's like Christmas for those of us in the etiquette profession. Right, afternoon tea week. Mm. From what do you do? Oh, you were paying attention to my Instagram then, weren't you? No. <laughs> Thanks. Um, well, it's it's afternoon tea week, so I did lots of little tutorials about how to have afternoon tea. Oh, I've seen them, actually, yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks for watching. Yeah. What did you learn? Um, the spoon, the way you're meant to stir your... T- if you're listening now, you're not meant to stir your tea, anti-clockwise or clockwise. You're meant to stir the, use the spoon backwards and forwards in a backwards and forward motion. Well done. Any other highlights from the summer? Not really, no. no. Also, I've just, I've just been sitting at home waiting for the phone to ring, because you know I've got no work since this <laughs> podcast went out. Since this podcast, you've yeah. got no work. Producer Ben's here as well. Say hello, Ben. Yeah, he's nodding. He's, Why? He's... The thing is, we start recording, he doesn't speak. When we're not recording, he doesn't shut up. You can't shut him up. All right, mate. I've been on the Stoke match this week. Have you heard me on TalkSport lately? Bloody hell. I thought we were going to go out this week, mate. He's not even cockney. He is a bit... You've know, finished. finished that gin and debonning. We haven't even started any listeners' questions. Get another. Come on, it's my cheat now. I'm getting pissed. So this episode, as we're going back to school, because a lot of people up and down the land will be going, indeed, back to their schools. Yes, yes. And uh, some of them have had six, seven-week break. Others have had nine or ten, depending on what type of school you went to. How many weeks did you get off? Um, six weeks. Oh, However, six weeks. when I lived in Northern Ireland... Northern Ireland? What was that? Northern Iron. Are you having a stroke? Are you okay? 
Was that you trying to do a Northern Irish accent? Northern Iron. Is he, is he okay? Seriously. I think William's having a stroke or something. I do a very good Belfast accent. I lived in Northern Ireland and we had Go on, ten... you do yours then. James, in the house now. Anyway, we got ten weeks in Northern Ireland, but you went to a, a, like a public school, didn't you? So you got... Nine and a half. Well, during the summer, nine and a half. Mum wanted us to go to boarding school. I'm sure, yeah. My mum and dad never. Anyway, remember, if you want our help with something, then you can message us on Twitter or Instagram at sexandmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com. Well done. Absolutely fucking nailed that. Is that what you've been saying over and over again for two months? Trepidation, Just, trepidation. Has it, has it been two months? Can you we? say trepidation five times quickly? No, because I heard that if you say it five times, he comes out of the mirror and kills you. What? You've never watched I'll say it four times then. Trepidation, 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 trepidation. Suck on that, Hanson. Or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply and his own letter-headed paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. As we have come back from a long summer break, this episode is all about going back to school or work after the summer holidays. So we were talking briefly about our schools then. Mm. I bet our schools were quite different, weren't they? Well, I don't think so. We all went, we had lessons, we made friends. You went to school on a Saturday, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, we've talked about that before. What was your school called? Clifton College. Clifton College. And was it a strict school? Uh, well, not very, because they let me in. Okay. Was you allowed to play football? Did you play football in PE? We were allowed to play it. Did I play it? No. Yeah. Did, has anybody, who's the most famous person that's gone to your school? John Cleese. Did John Cleese go to your school? Yes. Well, not not whilst I was there. I should yeah. just point that out. <laughs> You're not that old. Did John Cleese go to your school? Yeah. Where is it based? In Bristol. In, right. Is he from Bristol? Uh, he was from Western Supermare. Right. Which is a seaside town about half an hour away. Um, did you have a nickname at school? Yes. Any we can talk about? No, it's called Dingle. Dingle? Dingle. Why? Because I was a Burnley fan and I went to a school in Preston in the last two years. Right. So, Burnley-Preston, bit of a rivalry. Well, they they hate us, we only hate Blackburn. Right. So they call me Dingle and it was actually started off by the PE teacher. I was messing about with PE. But I lesson. don't get why Dingle. Uh, they call Burnley fans Dingles. Why? I don't know where it comes from. Zach Dingle from Emmerdale's an Emma, oh. uh, a Burnley fan and I think because they think Burnley fans are a bit scruffy and we're not. They're just, they're just jealous. Hmm. Everyone, Burnley, Black, they call it Blackburn Preston call us Dingles. So, yeah, that was my name from right. here. And people used to ring doorbell and you go, oh, knock on door go, it's Dingle coming out. Mum go, he's not called Dingle, he's called Jordan. And she'd go, Dingle, your friends are here. <laughs> I think Dingle may be preferable. What was your nickname at school? Um, I had several, but latterly I was known as Bacon. Bacon, why? Yes. I, generally, I don't know why. We were, this is going to make me sound really um, proletarian now, a group of us... Sorry, what? Proletariat. Is that why you don't eat meat? <laughs> um, a group of us were sitting... What does that mean? Um, of the people. Oh, down to earth. Yeah. <laughs> you are not down to earth. A group of us were sitting in my friend's dormitory and... Of course you were. We were saying goodnight to one another and it was a Friday night and Saturday breakfast there was always bacon and egg and my friend Adam clearly was thinking about breakfast and said are you going tomorrow bacon and so I became 
known as Bacon. Oh, top banter, boys. We'll call him Bacon from now on. <laughs> he shall be called Bacon. <laughs> you sound like you had a giggle at your school. Did you put gin in that? Could you please put some gin in that? Is it that? We've only been for <laughs> ten minutes in. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm quite fascinated by this. Like, just before we go, a lot of people are like kind of ashamed to admit they went to public school, aren't they? I'm not. I mean. I did, well, I, did, I always say I didn't choose where I went to school. No, exactly, and I so didn't. don't, don't penalise me, thanks. Yeah, a lot of people are like, and I, I work with some people that went to like public school and they don't like talking about it. It's like, well, if well, you want, yeah, yeah. You, you weren't, you weren't to, you didn't pay the school fees, you didn't force yourself there. If your mum and dad had enough money to send you to that sort of school, well, it's not always about money. Inverted snobbery. Inverted snobbery, I have to say, is more prolific than actual snobbery. We've talked about this before over a few drinks, haven't we? We I've said that, because obviously I'm I'm, I'm very... Upper class and oh. uh, <laughs> no, we've talked about sitting it here with the Earl of Grant because then. I've never, I've never, I don't think anybody. I mean, people, mm, I don't think anybody's ever said, "Oh, look at him, the common old get." Can't be bothered speaking to him. However, well, no, we normally I, wait for you to leave the room. <laughs> I've been friends with people who've gone, "Oh, look at him, the posh get." I'm not going to speak to him. Inverted snobbery. Yeah. Um, did you ever back your books? Did I? I beg your pardon. That's a big thing you've got to do. Like your first week at school. Mm. Why is producer Ben not getting this either? He never did this. Right, your first week at school, even in high school, even in primary school, your homework was to go and back your books. Oh, shut up! You buy them? No, back them. You had to back your books so they didn't get dog-eared. And look, I've been to. Na- I think it's nine or ten schools I've been to, and I have to do this at every school. Right, if if you're listening now, back me up because everyone's looking at me like a weirdo. Tweet back us your book. So you had to put like an old magazine paper or, or wallpaper on on your textbooks, or right. if you were posh, you actually got the proper see-through, like double-sided plastic plastic to back your. Shut like my mum used to. Why would they get scarfed? Just to stop them from getting... You had to back... You, this isn't me... Or you, did you not put them in your briefcase? Oh, my God, you had a briefcase at school. I did, actually. Did you? That was in year seven, but I grew out of that. I then had a satchel. Have you... You had a satchel? Yeah. Have you seen In Between Us? No. Oh, my God, you're a briefcase wanker. I beg your pardon. Oh, my God. The the guy out of In Between Us... Um, right, I don't know. Will. Was it Will? He had a brief... Anyway... Back in your books, you, you used like a bit of. You could use uh, old Christmas paper. You could use the clear, sticky stuff. You'd if, have old Christmas paper in September, would you? And you, yeah, and you could use that brown stuff that you wrap parcels with. That was another good pa- one. Parcel paper. Parcel paper, yeah. and you could use wallpaper. I used to put mine in like NME magazine and stuff to try and be cool. <sighs> so you never backed your books. No, I didn't. Okay. Right. Anyway, that's enough of our problems. Right. Okay. Hang on. We've got to do a new bit now. Oh, have we? We'll be back after this. Do we actually have to do yeah. that? What? Because of adverts? Yeah. And if you're thinking now, oh, adverts, can't bother listening to them. Oh, oh, piss off. We've got to earn a living. De Bonnet's not cheap. <laughs> no, it's not. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. So we know that today's questions and dilemmas are all about back to school, but as usual, and we promise you this, we don't know what's coming next. All these questions are stories sent in by you, the wonderful G and Divas. First question, please, William Hansen. This, oh, this is from Will, but not me. Oh. Lads, I've just been on an amazing holiday to South America. We got up to so much fun. I want to share every detail about it with every person I see, but I realise that might get a bit much. What's the best way to instigate conversations about the amazing times I've had? And is there a definitive answer for how long after a holiday I'm allowed to talk about it? Good question, Will. Good question. So you're going back to work, you're going back to school. Are you allowed to talk about your holiday? Yes, of course you are. You it, work- it's positively encouraged yeah. for small talk. Yes. You don't want to be a dullard. What? A dullard. You know, if someone says, did you get up too much? And go, oh, not really. Yeah. So oh, that's a bit dull. But for a limited time. I think if you're still talking about any sort of holiday or activity, festival, two weeks after it happened, nothing else really has happened in your life. Set a time. Yeah, I think you do need to have a a, a curfew. I'm going to put in here, I feel very strongly about this, Mm -hmm. no one is asked about your holiday photos. People... True. People used to do this before Facebook and stuff, where they used to take pictures. Yeah, and Instagram. Because my mum used to do it, used to print off the photos and be like, oh, that's us there, that's us on balcony. No one gives a shit. No one cares about your holiday photos. I think what you do is you you find your top five, maybe, at the end of the holiday. You post them on Instagram as a multiple post. Yeah, okay, I agree with you there. And that's your holiday photos. Right, yeah, but don't have people over at your house to come and look at your holiday. Nobody no. cares. That's no. so That's so 80s, 90s. Yeah. Don't do it. Do you know in the 60s, you used to have, like, they used to Kojak. Kojak were a detective, weren't <laughs> Kojak was the detective, Kodaks. Kodak used to have projector and stuff so you could right. show it, because that was dead in in the 60s. Don't, no one's bothered. Next question. Uh, this is from Rob. The problem is actually from my son. He is currently not happy as the pencil case I have bought him for the new term is not cool enough. He asked me to ask you how he should deal with the situation where he will go into school with the uncoolest pencil case, lunchbox and backpack. Apparently, I'm not a very cool parent. No, you're not. First uh, first of all, you shouldn't have a pencil case at school past year nine. Right. Well, then what do you do then? You put them in your pocket or you like, miss, I'm not going to pen. Or you put them in your bag. That's disorganised. I've not had a pencil case since year nine. Okay. Another thing, what's he called? Rob. 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 Let your the parents called Rob. Any parents that are listening, when they're going back to school, especially high school, let your son or daughter pick their shoes, 
let them pick the bag, let them pick the pencil case and let them pick the coat. As long as they comply with school uniform regulations. Yeah, of course. Oh, and and haircut as well. Don't you buy your daughter or son's pencil case. They won't like it. Even if it's a smart one, they won't like it because... They're a teenager. Do you know what I used You've to You've got wish? hormones and you'll just, they just hate you anyway. So, don't so I only got into High School Musical when I was 19 because that's when it came out. Yeah. And I wish that it Funnily was... Funnily enough, you did it that year as well. <laughs> 16, actually. Oh, was you 16? Yeah, we'll do that in another episode, okay. I'm sure. And uh, I, uh, I wish that I had a Zac Efron pencil case when I was at school. Really? Mm. Really? I'll be honest. No. And, or any of or any of the merchandise from. Hockey I'm Music. saying don't buy your son or daughter's pencil case. And even if you think I'm mainly my thirties, I'm a cool mum. Don't they won't like it. And I don't mean that harsh. What I said before, it's just when you get to year nine, year ten, for some when reason, the hormones kick in, you just don't like your mum and dad. And there's yeah, I don't know why. I remember once I had a massive argument with my dad, and I wouldn't let him in my room, and he came on banging out door. Yes, I can't remember what it were over. And me, as he were banging out door, because he were a naughty dartboard fell off and. Not me out. That'll explain it. <laughs> Suddenly so much is... <laughs> and that was like in year 10 and I can't remember what we fell out over. I fell out with my parents age 7 over piano practice because they were forcing me to do piano practice and I didn't really take to the piano. And uh, so I ran away from home. I got a garden cane. You know one of those garden canes that you sort of grow plants up? <laughs> yeah. Got a spotted handkerchief out of my father's... <laughs> this is true. Got a spotted handkerchief out of my father's uh, handkerchief drawer. And put my alarm clock... Hang on, your dad's got an handkerchief drawer. Yes. Of course. Who doesn't? Um, got a uh, spotted handkerchief, alarm clock. I had my teddy bear, Leopard, who was a leopard, under my arm and also took the Leading Hotels of the World book <laughs> and walked up and down the drive until they noticed me. Apparently they had noticed me. They were just pissing themselves laughing. <laughs> you took the Leading Hotel... Oh, actually, and I wrote a letter to the Times. I've got that letter. I will, we will put this on our Instagram. What I will saying? find this letter saying that if anyone needed me, I'd be at my granny's. You were destined to be a diva etiquette expert, weren't you? A diva etiquette expert. Next question. <gasps> oh, my God. We have a letter. Actual, can I touch it? How about the letter? <laughs> Someone's actually wrote a letter. Written. Oh, Oh, no, it's... Yeah, let me do that again. <gasps> Someone's actually written a letter. <laughs> they have. They've put a second-class stamp on it, which is a bit unfortunate. Oh, my... That's beautiful, Han. Oh, my God. Remember, if you do want to write a letter to us, William promises a handwritten reply in his own letter of paper. The address is on the website, sexandmyboss.com. Dear Mr. Hanson. Mm. Not Jordan? No. I what? think she probably assumed you can't read. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... <laughs> I hope this letter finds you well, and I hope you won't mind my writing to you during the hiatus between seasons of your wonderfully insightful podcast. However, I find myself faced with a rather challenging situation, and I believe nobody is better suited to shed light on my predicament than you. Right, just cut to the good stuff. This is too long. Go on. Let let me just scan it. Uh, Right. Phoebe has shaved her head. She's expected to get strange looks. Instead, she got compliments from friends, family, even a stranger on a plane. She quite liked it, except for the fact that she had no idea how to respond to the compliments. What advice could we offer? Oh, I see. She's going back to school or back to work with a shaved head. Yeah, new look. Okay, so it's not about the shaved head. No, it's about how to respond to a compliment. Well, really, from an etiquette point of view... Yeah. Okay, let me let me compliment you. I'm bad with compliments. Let me I? think of a compliment for you. Okay. Let me think of a compliment for you. <laughs> Come on. Let me just think of something nice to say about you. It's not that hard. 
I'm bad with compliments as well, Phoebe. Jordan, I love your new haircut. Who did it? The council? No. Let's <laughs> let's start start again. Jordan. I actually got it cut in London. The first my first London haircut, I was dreading it and I really didn't like it. It charged me twenty eight quid. They wash your head in sinks down here. Right. Like they actually wash your hair. Yes, I know. Yeah, like they properly wash. Well, but your my hair. hairdresser in Manchester did that. Yeah, but not not where I'm. I've had the same hairdresser for eight years. And he's never Stevie washed, Wonder. He's never washed me hair. Right, come on, give me a compliment. That's a very nice shirt you're wearing, Jordan. When someone gives me a compliment, and you're, you're a know, bit of a Phoebe. Because before, be honest, you said I look like I've lost a bit of weight before we come in, and I went, "Oh, do I really? Oh, like tell me more. Like I don't know how to take a compliment." Okay, the correct, the etiquette way. Yeah. Say thank you. That's all. Two okay, words. Let's thank do it. you. Let's do it again. It's a lovely shirt you're wearing, Jordan. Thank you. There we go. Then I always have to feel like I've got a good say. No, no reflex compliment. That's what you need to do is remem- remember that I've complimented you. And then later on today, next time you see me, if you feel so obliged and genuine, the, the best compliments are genuine, yeah. then you compliment me. Okay. Hi, William. Hello, Jordan. I've noticed you've not got as many blackheads this summer. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Just like that. Okay. Phoebe, aside from your shaved head, thank you for writing in on very good quality stationery. What Feel you, that. What do you mean, aside from your shaved head? Well, away from her problem, don't sniff her letter. Oh, she's not sprayed it with perfume. Right, well, I've she's... not had any letters yet, so um, can you please, if you want to write a letter to me, go for it and spray it in perfume. Right. Or piss. No, don't do um, Things we've learnt. Have we got any more questions? No, we're through. We're spent. No, have we not got any more? Yeah. I'm no, going back to school. Not this week, Okay, anyway. things we've learnt, and, and to summarise, please, William Hanson. If you're going to accept a compliment, you just say thank you. Okay. Don't be self-deprecating either. Don't go, oh, this old thing. That's what I do. That's no. what I don't do that. Okay. In your case, it may be true, but mm-hmm. you don't need to say it. Yeah. And really, I think the number one thing, if you're going to tell your friends about anything you've learnt in this podcast, is if you've been on a holiday... You've got a week maximum, seven days maximum, in order to tell people about your holiday. Okay. Unless they ask, seven days is the cut-off. Don't forget, if you want to help with something, then you can tweet us, or you can see pictures of our beautiful faces and more on Instagram, both at sextedmyboss. You can email us too, the address is help at sextedmyboss.com, or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter of paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. And if you like help I Sexted My Boss, share the G and Diva love with your friends and write a review on iTunes or any of your usual podcast places. Goodbye. Goodbye. Next time on Help, I Sexted My Boss. We've been dying to know for a long time, so you can take us through the big question. What should you do if you sexed your boss? Hey! Oh, my headphones are falling. Oh, yes. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. 
We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right <laughs> Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> but you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.